Welcome to Real Health, Real People. I'm Heather Crawford. And I'm Sarah Frappier. And we're here to talk about real health for real people. Is it over? Heather was just practicing her beatboxing. <laughs> She's made it known that she wants to be a beatboxer when she grows up. I do. It's one of my life life goals. <laughs> it's like on your bucket list of yes. things to do. However, I'm really bad at it. She's not great, guys. <laughs> She's not great. I love her, but not everyone is talented in everything. And uh, I think we just call that room for growth. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can't beatbox either. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever really tried to beatbox. I try. I, I can't. I'm not going to try right now. <laughs> are, you, are you scared? Are you scared? Oh, I don't want to spit all over the mic. <laughs> God, oh, oh gosh. This is way off topic. I think we have a future. <laughs> it is off topic. But it does, if I beatbox too much, it does give me a cough. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> How would we maybe relieve our cough in a natural way? Stretching for that segue. I know. It's a bad one. <laughs> I think it works. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so today well, we're we talking got about... To do something, we got to do something fun this weekend. We did. And we're going to talk about it. We are. On We should introduce what we're doing. Oh, now. yeah. We're real health, real people. I'm Heather. I'm Sarah. And we're here with you. <laughs> Together. United as one. In this moment, we are all collectively together. Yeah. I know. They. I feel like it says it in our intro, so I don't always feel it's bad true. when we forget. Yeah. But, you but know, we forget often. We forget to say what we're doing. We just start talking about or who we are. Yeah. beatboxing and <laughs> randomness. But yeah, we did get to do something fun this weekend that could relieve our beatbox cough. <laughs> beatbox cough. Beatbox cough. Beatbox cough. That's a song. Pound no. pending. Oh, I feel like that that's going to be my name. Beatbox cough. <laughs> the beatbox coffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed that you're wearing like a... a well, it's two pieces. Oh, I thought you were wearing like a workout leotard. Situation. Hashtag Fabletics. I love them so much. Nice. Yeah. Way to give them a plug. I know. Um, if you want to sponsor us. Hey, Fabletics. <laughs> I wear your clothes all the time. So we got to do something really fun this weekend. <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> we got to go to one of those really cool salt cave experiences. Yes. I'm sure you guys have seen online or all over advertised people doing these mm. salt cave things. Salt cave therapy. Which I had no idea what to expect because I knew basically it involved salt right. in a room. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, like I had no idea. I was like, am I going to leave covered in salt? Right. Am I going to taste salt? Am I going to be... Well, and when we called, we called to make an appointment because we had bought a Groupon. And so we were trying to ask like the girl questions and she just was not having a great day. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want I think to she needed a questions. hug. She was just kind of like, just get there 15 minutes early. Right. <laughs> and we were like, okay. And she's like, wear comfortable clothes. Yeah. 
That but was, when we got there, it was there was great customer service. When oh we yeah, got there. yeah. But just when we that's why we had so many questions because she didn't answer them. For I know, us. and I was looking online because there's I don't know if you've looked into this or maybe you haven't heard of it, but there are so many popping up. I know. I think there's at least two or three in the Nashville area, mm-hmm. and then when I was googling, like they're all over. The, the country, world. yeah. The well, the world, but I was mainly oh looking here in the U.S. in the yeah. states, but yeah, no, all over the world. Because I mean, actually, the whole salt cave thing mm-hmm. didn't even originate here. Right. Obviously, nothing originates here, right? <laughs> I mean, are we are we serious right now? <laughs> we have nothing cool, and then now we're going to get fifty emails about oh right. yeah, what this about? is what we invented. <laughs> That's okay. Um, um, but so there's a big word for salt therapy called. Halo therapy, I assume. Mm-hmm. Halo, not halo. Halos, yeah. yeah. Halos in Greek means salt. Okay. Uh-huh. That would be why. Halo therapy. So it's said to be extremely beneficial for like respiratory conditions. Um, that's what it was mainly used for way back. Yeah, back in like 1843. Right. There was a Polish physician. <laughs> I'm, there's no way I'm going to get this name right. Felix Boskowski. There you go, Boskowski. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably correct. <laughs> I dated a guy with the last name of Javolski, and it oh had a gosh. Z in it, so a D-Z-I-E-W-L-S-K-I. Oh I learned gosh. to spell it well. Nice. <laughs> Good thing I didn't marry that man. Right. <laughs> Sarah Javolski. Nope. Nope. Not going to do it. But yes, so Boskowski, he was the one, and he noticed it in salt mine workers. Yeah, because he was a doctor, so he was treating a lot of miners. Like yeah. coal miners would come in with these horrible respiratory things, but the salt miners, he said, like were really healthy lungs, yeah. respiratory systems. Yeah. So, obviously, salt, mining the salt did not have a negative in, impact on their respiratory system. Mm-hmm. So that's when he kind of, I guess, started wondering: Can you improve after being exposed to salt caves? And another. Yeah, he wrote a book about it. And then there was. German guy named Carl Spanagel, S-P-A-N-N-A-G-E-L, who noticed that he had patients whose health improved after hiding out in salt caves while avoiding bombing during World War II. Yeah, I saw that. Like, that's crazy, first of all, but you're hiding out in a salt cave to avoid bombings, but... But then his patients, after hiding out in the salt caves, came out and were actually healthier their health had improved Hmm. so it's interesting it's kind of one of those things like a lot of medical discoveries happen kind of by By accident accident. right you know like i mean of course the most famous one being penicillin Mm -hmm. but like these you know they just observe things that happen naturally or like oh wait a minute story in case they don't know it oh well penicillin where a guy um he had a petri dish and there was mold and it like fell into the petri dish Mm -hmm. and then they found out that Oh, hey, this works. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We used to recreate it like where we would take a piece of bread and put moisten it and like hide it in a damp place. And then you'd have like mold and we were like, right. we grew medicine. <laughs> like we're... I was a bit of a dork. Way back then. She's so cool now. No. I mean, I'm probably dorkier. I've just accepted my level of dork. <laughs> I've come to embrace me for who I am. Right. That's good. Part of my journey, It's a good thing. Part of my journey. <laughs> do you, Sarah? Do you? <laughs> Hashtag do you. 
So these people, though, way back in the day, in Poland, in Germany, those were like naturally occurring salt caves. And what we went to was obviously a man-made salt room. It was, and it was a wooden room. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at first, because it was really dimly lit. Right. And so when I went in, of course, I went in all like eagle-eyed, like yeah, yeah, yeah. scientist in me, and I'm like investigating and like looking around. And I was like, well, the ceiling wasn't salt. Right. They tried to make it look like they salt. They did. They they did like this kind of like plaster stuff, but mm-hmm. they had like the fake twinkle lights in it. Yeah. So it looked like a starry. Which I enjoyed. Sky. But I was like, if you're in a cave, there's not going to be stars. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just to help us relax. Yeah. But yeah. then the walls were all salt. Salt. Like big blocks Huge, yeah. of those like that pink Himalayan mm-hmm. salt or whatever. Like you would see on the salt lamp. Yeah. But they were just, it was just all. Which we did that on a pod. We podcasted about salt lamps. So go back and check that one out if you haven't. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why I'm doing finger guns. (laughs) You can't see me doing finger guns. Um, And the whole floor was huge granules of sand. Yeah, so when you first go in, they make you take off all electronics, which Heather about had a heart attack. That was it. So there was, um, I'll post it on the blog too, but the sign was like no electronics, no talking. No re-entry, like you can't leave unless you're leaving. You can't come right. back in. So you... it was like a lot of like feeling that I'm going to be trapped in, in this room. <laughs> she was like claustrophobic. She was having anxiety about leaving anxiety. her phone and yeah. her Apple Watch, Watch and all of that. So you lock it on a locker. You take off your shoes and your socks if you want. Mm-hmm. I didn't because I don't. Eh. <laughs> but then you put on the little like plastic booties booties. like little plastic booties because you don't want to contaminate the salt floor because it is it's just it's kind of like a sandy beach only it's all granules of Mm -hmm. himalayan salt i kind of wanted to sit down and like play in it i did too but i was like (laughs) well if they make us wear plastic booties they probably frown upon right rolling around and obviously they were really about the atmosphere like they didn't want us talking and like yeah keep it so quiet you, and- they also give you um noise canceling headphones mm-hmm. that have like relaxing music. music we got a warmed salt pillow that was my mm-hmm. favorite part warm salt pillow <laughs> and a and a little blanket yeah that you could wear and then so but this was you know before we went we thought, okay, should we wear, like, workout clothes? Like, are we going to get sweaty? Is it going to feel like a sauna? Well, I, I didn't, like I said, I thought I was going to be sitting in, like, in my mind, yeah. I was going to go in and sit in this hot, like, sauna-type room mm-hmm. that was, like, the air is just, like, thick, thick. with salt. Yeah. So that when you left, you literally were, like... Salt on your skin. Salt, like, visible salt on your skin. Yeah. You know when you, like, get in the ocean, you right. get out, and you can, like, see? That's kind of what I expected. Mm-hmm. Well, and like when I would run really long distances in the heat, I would I would have a layer of salt on my face. Yeah, from the, just yeah, your sweat. From the sweat. So I was kind of picturing that. Too. Yeah, exactly. But then they gave us like blankets and warm pillow, and then I was freezing in there. I know. So you go in and you sit, and the lights are really dim. They have the ambient, like nice little music. The anti gravity chair. Anti gravity chair, which I was just like. To me, I was like, it's just a reclining like chair. Like a lawn chair. But, but it was comfy. Mm-hmm. And they have salt. They had a shelf with a bunch of salt lamps in addition to, like, the walls and the floor being lined yeah. with Himalayan salt. And then they're like, okay. And they just shut the door. And they shut the door. 
And we were in there with like I think four. Or I five mean, she other did talk to people. us. She, you know, she said like just get comfortable and try to relax. All you need to do is just breathe normally. Yeah, she did say you can take deep, big breaths, yeah. though, too. And then she shut the door, and we were just supposed to sit there quietly. <laughs> and we were, so we were laying there and with our little ambient tinkle, tinkle music. And, like, maybe after, like, three minutes. I mean, it was, a, I felt like it was a while, because I had Like, three to five minutes, maybe, because we were laying there, and I was like, okay. I was like, and I, at first, I was looking all around, like, taking my headphones off, like, like something's supposed to happen. Right, what's like, happening? So then I finally just settled back and like resigned, like, okay, this is it. We've started. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> over the headphones comes this guy. This man. Welcome <laughs> to Serenity Salt Caves. Heather could not have jumped up. I jumped so high out of my Any chair. higher. And then we were both laughing so hard. Oh, my god! Because she jumped. And for, like, a minute. Like, I we like, could I not could stop, not stop. I couldn't look at her. I was, like, looking away. I was, like, trying not to disturb the other people. Fortunately, all the other people were, like, laying there, like, totally already taking a nap. Oh, dude. They were, like, completely. Except the one girl next to you could not be still. Well, she was a little like me. She was kind of like, what's happening? What's yeah, going on? You could stop. tell that someone brought her and she didn't wasn't down with the brown she didn't she didn't like it she wasn't down with the salt and um so then yeah you just lay there like after his little For spiel where he talked about like how we were in a room filled with tons of salt which i didn't buy that there's not tons of salt but that's what he said Heather. he did say that and <laughs> and he said it was like mined from those salt caves yeah like shipped over uh-huh. Uh, who knows? So the skeptic in me was a little like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we were down in Nolansville, Tennessee. Are they are they really getting shipments right. from <laughs> the, the authentic Himalayan salt cave right, right. mines? Who knows? And um, I fell asleep <laughs> for a good 30 right. of the 45 minutes. I took a nice little salt nap, if you will. Yeah, which is probably really good for you. You needed a nap. I did. I didn't fall asleep. I thought I was going to. So I decided, because I'm, I'm doing this um, challenge where I'm trying to meditate at least more often, if not every day. So I used that time to like do a yoga nidra meditation. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. I know. We got out and I was like, oh man, I should have meditated. Right. <laughs> Instead, I just napped. But it was good because I had the music and... Quiet. I was forced to not have my devices, so I couldn't like give up and look at my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you are you're not, you're because you're not allowed to talk, so right. it's not like I could look over and be like, Psst, hey. "Hey, Heather." Right. Because <laughs> normally we totally would just have been doing that. <laughs> and if I we know. had been, if nobody else had been in there with us, it would have been a completely different. Oh, experience. totally. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, we would have been like scrutinizing everything right. and making jokes. Oh my gosh, we would have laughed the whole time. Laughing very audibly at Heather's fright <laughs> of the day. Well, it's like I had just closed my eyes and I thought a man had walked in and went, Welcome! Yeah, it did. <laughs> Welcome to Serenity's Okay. And then proceeded to tell us all of these facts. And I was like, man, I wish I had like had something to take notes because I was like, right? oh man, try to remember. Or maybe this. a device to record it with. Yeah, right? Jeez. <laughs> but no, when we got out, like I felt real relaxed. I know. And then you texted me like, I think I taste salt on my lips, but it could just be all in my head. It could have been in my head <laughs> because I didn't right after. Like right after either. we were like trying to see. I was like rubbing good. my skin and like, I did taste the back of my hand. Yeah. But I and didn't. even when we were in there, I tried to taste the air. Like yeah. I kept trying to like 
<laughs> See if I can taste salt in the air. Like, <laughs> and when I pulled my little headphones off, you could hear like a whooshing like, yeah. from a vent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that was them, quote unquote, pumping in the salt. Salty air. But if you did listen to our last podcast about the Himalayan salt lamps, we kind of said that from the salt lamp perspective, they were kind of debunked because they needed to heat. Yeah, they needed, so the salt lamps couldn't get hot enough to, to actually ionize. release yeah, the, the negative ions. So that's probably why we assumed the cave was going to be warm. Exactly. And then it wasn't. So I'm thinking, okay, we're surrounded by all of this salt, but it's not warm. Mm-hmm. And all the research we'd done prior to that was that, you know, you need the warming effect in order to create For those the ions. ions. But I think there the salt therapy cave is more about breathing salty air mm-hmm. than it is about... And so it could have been, I mean, we couldn't see behind the scenes that... Wherever the air, the salt was blowing from was mm-hmm. coming from like a high temperature heated right. block of Could salt. Have been. Yes, we should have asked. Yeah, <laughs> duh. We could have. Look at us doing. Hey, can search. we see behind the scenes? We should ask for behind the scenes access. Right. But yeah, or maybe someone was just standing with the salt shaker right by a vent <laughs> and just shaking it in there. Or it could have just we been don't the air conditioner because. Um, again, we didn't smell, I guess you can't smell salt really, but you can't taste salt. It was blowing like the vent was right over my Yeah, head. we did sit right by the vent too. I don't know. So I would say I left feeling relaxed. Yeah, absolutely. I took my little cat nap, but I was <laughs> not necessarily convinced. <laughs> Sarah, yeah, she said, pretty sure I just paid money to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I said. I mean, it was a very, you know, pleasing room with yeah. pleasing music. And I paid to nap with strangers. Right. And Heather. Yeah. We did get to sleep with strangers. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and I totally would pay money to take a nap because I don't And do it wasn't it. bad because we got the Groupon. And actually, they were running as January yeah, special. special anyway. But like when I'm at home, if I'm like tired, I should take a nap. I don't. Like, I end up either watching TV or getting on my phone and just relaxing in bed. But, like, there, like, you're forced to not do anything else. Very true. So, So, I would pay for that. I mean, I I did. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And I knew we were doing it for this podcast research. And plus, I was with Heather. So, anytime we do things together, it's a good time. Like, we could make... We could have fun doing literally, like, nothing. Right. Like, sitting in an empty room, (laughs) just the two of us, and we would find something to do. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, when we were diving into the additional research, like I said, we'd done some back research just because of the the Himalayan lamps. So, like, you know, go back and listen. But um, specifically on this therapy part of it, that was kind of Well, I just really thought to... um, it would be totally different than it was based on our research. Yeah, what we would expect based on the research of what it mm-hmm. takes to produce the ions and, you know. And again, like you said too after that when we left, that like all salt caves might not be, or salt rooms might not be equal. created equal. So maybe if we would go to one out in like some fancy, right. schmancy, $100 an hour spa, it might be, a, a it might be different. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, let's be real. Ours was probably, like, budget salt caves for us. <laughs> like, 
And it was very, but it was, it was really nice, but it was, it looked like just kind of a local owned little salt cave shop. I bought some bath bombs there. I'm excited. I still haven't used them, but they have the Himalayan salt in them. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be fun. So I can drink my bath water later. <laughs> that way, that's really gross. I shouldn't have said that out loud. And I don't do that Disgusting. for the record. I do not drink my bath water. So I did find, um, you know, everything I read said that, you know, there's all these claims and it's all anecdotal. Like people say they feel these things, but I couldn't find any, um, like, clinical published studies. Yeah, the ones... I found one that was like a comprehensive review article, you know, where they review what articles are necessary. But it was frustrating because it was a review of halotherapy for COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Right. You know. And so they looked at 151 articles they retrieved from clinical databases. But, however, they eliminated 150 of them from their analysis Hmm. And when I clicked on why, there was a table, and it said, eliminated for reasons. <laughs> Literally, and that's, that's it. what it said. It said, for reasons. And I was like, that's, how are you going to yeah. have a research article and just say, eliminated for reasons? I'm like, well, no, I need to what know. reasons? What was your criteria? Right. What was your statistical algorithm? Or why did you eliminate them? Like, did you eliminate them because they didn't fit your narrative? Right. Did you eliminate them because they weren't good articles? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Because... We don't know. For reasons. For reasons. (laughs) For reasons that you don't need to understand. So, but anyway, based on their reasons (laughs) and the one article they did choose to review, they basically came to the conclusion that, that there was need for more effective research right and that there was not um a lot of clinical evidence Mm -hmm. that halo therapy actually works well for copd but yeah i mean how well do you trust an article that says right for reasons reasons. (laughs) so um but then in looking at for other scientific evidence and research heather and i both had a hard time finding anything or any strong articles like randomized controlled double blinded type studies a lot of it was that anecdotal like i found one article that was basically just subjective where they basically were evaluating hey do you know about salt caves do you use salt caves yeah what kind of effects do you experience from salt caves and so it's all like just these self-reported yeah surveys from people that use salt caves rather than actual actual hardcore research well i did find um dr norman edelman he's the senior scientific advisor to the american lung association Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so he was talking about um salt therapy for copd like you were talking about and he says you know when fine salt particles are inhaled they will fall on the airway linings and draw water into the airway thinning the mucus which is great He's like, but at this point, there's no evidence-based findings to create guidelines. And so, should people be using a therapy without current medical guidance? Because oh. if you have something like COPD, because there was a doctor that said, like, that salt is a known irritant. Yeah, because I was thinking that, too. I'm like, 
So like you're just inhaling would, salt into yeah. your lungs. And like that other doctor said he feels like it would exasperate like people with asthma, their symptoms. Right. But again, there's no there's no hard and fast like right. actual clinical research. Well, the woman that apparently is credited with kind of the discovery or founding of this, you know, like modern day use therapy, yeah. of halotherapy is a name that I cannot pronounce because it's Russian. Um, Alina, A-L-I-N-A, but it's Chervinskaya. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know her. <laughs> Chervinskaya. She's an MD, PhD. However, when I went to click on her website, it was unavailable. Hmm. And so, when I again, when I hunted down some of her articles, they were kind of, you know, a similar thing where they weren't peer-reviewed, double-blind, any right. type of actual research. It was kind of more smaller subject populations. Yeah. And they they got they chose who got the placebo and who got the treatment. Mm. So it's kind of like, well, that's... Not random. Not... It's kind of like, you can really skew results that way. Right. I'm not saying they did. However, there's no real guideline on right. how they constructed their study. So whether or not you want to take those results at face value is... And that yeah. kind of gets into what we talk about all the time about looking at your sources. Because, yeah, they might say all these great things. However, right. how did they, they get from? those results? Yeah. Well, I like the end of this article. Um, it says, so take the salt cave claims with a grain of salt. Ayo. <laughs> anyway, I, you know, other than having like a respiratory issue, I don't see that there would be a danger in it. But like, yeah, if you have asthma or COPD... And you're going. Well, wasn't there a disclaimer on the website? Mm, I don't remember. Go to the website and see. Because there, I remember we were looking on the website and it's like, if you have experienced yada, 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 or if you're pregnant, I think I remember seeing if you're pregnant. <laughs> and it, But see, even on their website, um, and I looked at some other people's websites too, and it says many studies have shown how successful this therapy is, but there is no link to said studies. There's no, yeah, they're, they're not listing their sources. Right. Well, and the the one I did find, I think it was one based out in like Colorado or something. They did link to articles and the links to the articles were all the ones that were like subjective anecdotal. Right. Which I have the links. We'll probably put them in our blog. And then the one that was by that Russian doctor. Yeah. Um, that was not you know randomized or double blinded. I mean, it was in in the Journal of Aerosol Medicine. But again, you need to look at the methodology as well, not to completely discredit. Just, you know, it's not as like gold standard right. type yeah. of research. research. So, but yeah, you know, a lot of this stuff, it's just, yeah, it's been proven. But yeah, they're just no. But they're not telling, yeah. They're not telling you where. Yeah, so um, on the website, first of all, it lists all of the things that have been shown to respond to salt therapy as acne, allergies, asthma, bronchitis, chronic. Oh, COPD, cystic fibrosis, circulatory issues, depression, ear infections, fatigue, sinusitis, skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis, sleep disorders, smokers, cough, stress, anxiety, and weakened immune system. Okay. Then it says, consult your physician before using if you are suffering from internal disease, pregnancy, cachexia, I don't know what that is, malignant disease, intoxication, don't go drunk, <laughs> mental disorder, drug addiction, severe hypertension, blood disease, in acute stage, relapsing and massive bleeding, 
respiratory disease, severe chronic respiratory failure, and tuberculosis. So here's my question to them. Right. <laughs> if it's supposed to help improve respiratory yeah. issues, why would you be discouraged from using it if you have respiratory issues? Right? So it's kind of like they're kind yeah. of going against what their what claims they're are. Yeah. They're like, we'll talk to a physician because they, you know, I guess for liability and accountability yeah, reasons, they yeah. don't want to be responsible if someone comes in there and say they do have an asthma attack mm-hmm. because it irritates their lungs. Right. Anyway. Interesting. I'm thinking the whole intoxication is probably more for an ambiance right, yeah. situation <laughs> than, than a danger. I don't and, know. Yeah, and for their legality, so you're not falling out of your chair and hurting your head. Yeah, your anti-gravity chair with your <laughs> headphones on, rolling around in some salt. Um, I did kind of want to build like a salt a castle salt, or yes. make a salt angel instead of a snow angel. Yes. Just like lay down. And I wanted to do that swish it so bad. <laughs> we would have been kicked out. I, we actually were. If we had been very there by ourselves, there would have been some salt angels. <laughs> Dude, we would have been leaving with salt in our hair. Then we would have been leaving with salt in our right. skin because we would have just laid in it. They would have banned us. I wonder if they would have had to like decontaminate. You could never salt. come back. Because <laughs> we were. We were really good. We did. I'm proud of us. I know. We behaved like adults. <laughs> it's funny. We adulted very well. <laughs> it's rare for us. It is. <laughs> and we can't really debunk or promote. Yeah, I'm just kind of neutral. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, it was a good experience. I mean, if someone wants to try it, try it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go in there with like smoker's cough expecting to walk out right. cured without it yeah by any stretch of the imagination and yeah and i wouldn't go like if you have bronchitis or a cold like only for the fact that you'll be in a closed off room with strangers and you're giving them their germs right <laughs> like or if breathing. you're coughing into the air yeah yeah Ugh. like i don't i don't know i i'm for me i lean towards the eh side of it like the sign is kind of just like speculative right because really i mean it for a salt cave now that does not mean that halotherapy in general is not necessarily effective i think maybe in a clinical setting where they're controlling temperature release Mm -hmm. of the ions like how much you get all of that like i'm sure there's some therapeutic benefit absolutely based on preliminary studies obviously more research needed but to sit like for me sitting in that room do i think i receive clinical benefit so yeah no I, I mean i very much just enjoyed the relaxation yeah like i said paid for meditation and a nap that's right <laughs> which hey and sometimes okay. you need nowadays that's right you just gave me a great business idea to open <laughs> a nap station they have those well shoot <laughs> you can go um and have like nap nap time and they also have cuddle therapy have you seen that i have and that creeps me out yeah it's it's weird because I don't know you like that. But we're going to study it, so I might have oh, to go try. dude, yeah. if you make me go to cuddle therapy. <laughs> and you can't cuddle with me, we'll have to cuddle with the people. Ew, gross. <laughs> no, I don't like it. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm going to touch me not. Don't do it. Yeah, I don't like to be touched either. Dude, you, we would both have heart attacks. <laughs> yes, we would. Like, get the heck out of there. <laughs> that's it for today yeah you can email us at realhealthrealpeople at gmail.com check us out on facebooks and instagram and instas 
I hate Twitter. I'm not really on it. So we don't we don't do the tweets. Facebook and Insta. So where it's at. I know, and that's all Heather because I'm horrible with the media. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting better. My word for this year for 2018 is connection. Yes. So that will encompass and include social media. It's the way to connect these days. I'm getting. I'm get. I'm gonna get better. Yeah. And you can also find some pictures and a little behind the scenes at realhealthrealpeople.com. Yep. Check out our blog. And as always, let us know if you have any questions or suggestions yes. or want to see us do crazy things like go to a cuddle room <laughs> or snuggle therapy or whatever she's calling it. Oh, gosh. Because we are super excited for 2018 and getting lots of awesome podcasts yes. out for you. And we're definitely going to be doing a lot more of experience-related Experience. type of Podcast. So if you would love to sponsor us, we're starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to that. We're starting a GoFundMe. We have lots of things we want to try for y'all that um, take some funds. Yeah, I know some of them might have to wait till we <laughs> got some Dallas, but we are so excited yes. to be releasing podcasts again, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. We should have been funnier.